0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Seen on Screen podcast, or what we would like to call it. We've taken two weeks off, and everything has happened. So, son of a bitch, hasn't it been three weeks? No, two. Oh,
1: I guess this is our this is the <laughs> Friday of the third week. So,
0: S- somebody took a, a cruise.
1: Yeah, I needed a vacation, and the yeah. week before, someone in my household um, cut our cable line out back, so we hadn't had internet for a week.
0: Oh yes, that did happen.
1: Yeah, so that was, go- that was going to be our big send off before my vacay.
0: It's okay. Do you know why?
1: We gave everyone else a vacation. From not,
0: us. O- not only that, I think I think the world is tired of post E three post mortem shows.
1: Yeah, we're not even going to talk about E three. Moving on.
0: Like, <laughs> like I saw one in particular that just made me laugh. It was. Uh, It was two guys sitting on a couch in a living room, (laughs) and they were literally just praising Nintendo and just ripping on everybody else. It was pretty funny. But, I mean, we're here, we're going to talk a little bit about E3, we're going to talk a little bit about Nintendo. Nintendo made a lot of news this week, so we want to make sure we give it some uh, retupect. And uh, we're also going to talk about just how Hollywood has no ideas anymore, clearly. So, you, you want to you wanna tell me a little bit about your trip? I know you've already told me about it like three times, but maybe just generalize it. You obviously didn't get to meet Yoda this time. No, I met Yoda last year. Uh, this year we did um,
1: a non-Star Wars themed cruise. Actually, last year wasn't even Star Wars themed either, but uh, no, it was good. Went to um, Key West, Florida, Cosmel, Mexico, um, and Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. Did some snorkeling. Uh, did some snooba diving. Uh, snooba diving is much like scuba diving, except the tank is floating on a little boat on the surface, and you're attached to it by a very long tube.
0: Ah, So there goes to... snooba diving. Yeah,
1: so you don't have to know how to scuba dive, and it's uh, more accessible for people, which is, it, it was fun. Got to see a shipwreck underwater, a bunch of coral, stuff like that.
0: So it's not yeah. a play on the word noob
1: no no I, it could be but <laughs> I think if nuba diving was a thing then people would think that it's scuba diving but nude that's fair yeah uh, but all in all great great cruise I highly recommend going on a cruise at once in your at least once in your life um, yeah and then in the last week just being off just chilling hanging out playing video games watch movies, nice. you know, the fun stuff.
0: We are uh, we were going to go see Toy Story 4, and we decided that we're going to wait a little bit so there's not a lot of kids in the theater. Um, oh,
1: yeah, because now school's done. See, we went on Tuesday, and it was, like, it wasn't empty. Like, it was a fairly full theater, uh, but it was all, like, people in their older, the older age. Group.
0: See, uh, I kind of feel bad because there's uh like myself and chris we take turns picking movies and stuff and we were gonna see aladdin and then it just didn't happen and then we were gonna be we were gonna see detective pikachu and that didn't happen because like studying for exams has been a lot on her mm-hmm. and then we were like okay let's see toy story and the next movie coming around the corner of course is good old spider-man which i you know i'm i would move a wall to go see yeah <laughs> Um, but then we've agreed that we'll see the Lion King, and I don't really want to see the Lion King because I just feel as if like this was one of the movies that Disney could possibly ruin just by reanimating it to uh, a more modern CGI versus a cartoon.
1: But it's John Favreau or whatever Favreau, yeah. Favre, Yo,
0: that guy is made. actually attached to some of the biggest things in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would. Uh, I don't think he would let a, sh- a
0: shitty Lion King movie be made. I mean, he's made some shitty movies before, but they've had redeemable qualities. Yeah. Um I actually his TV his uh TV series that's based off his movie Chef is really good as well. The one that's oh, yeah, on that's Netflix. That's on Netflix. I've
1: kind of th- I've seen that, but I haven't watched it cuz I'm not like a really big into the cooking shows unless it's like
0: It's more Kitchen Nightmares or It's more he's experiencing food with his celebrity friends. Yeah. Um the one thing I would suggest though for all you listeners including you david watch the movie chef i watched it one night on a whim because i really enjoy john favreau um i don't know if it's the marvel in me or the original like the episodes of friends he was on back in the day or just some of the other stuff that he's done i really like the actor i think he's i think he's entertaining but he's also a very good director and producer watch chef it starts him and john Leguizamo. it's really really good and it's a movie movie, not like... Yeah, it's a, yeah, the movie Chef is about a guy who works at a restaurant and then uh, follows his dreams and opens a food cart, and they take it all over the world. Interesting. or Well, all over America. It's phenomenal. I, re- I really, really enjoyed that film. Now, have you seen John Wick 3 yet? No, I have not, because somebody movie cheated on me. Yeah, well, I don't okay. want to name any names. Okay, every time I've asked you... All right, for the record... It, there was two conversations about John Wick. <laughs> the first conversation we were gonna meet in the middle and somebody couldn't get a car that night because somebody had some issues with somebody taking the car, and that's as broad as I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other time you just expected me to drop everything I was doing because you got back from the airport and you were like, Hey, I've got three hours to kill.
1: Yeah. Well, I couldn't but- mess I, I I couldn't message you until we got back into Florida, so yeah, and that was a very last-minute thing, but yeah. we uh, so
0: like that two conversations. You made it sound like you asked me every day for two weeks. Well,
1: in my mind, I did. Well, that counts.
0: We'll see it. We'll see it together anyway. We're Don't gonna worry. have to
1: probably rent it or stream it or something because I. So that was the thing is that we were looking around and I think there was one theater in Toronto that was playing it, and then in London, uh, there's no theaters playing it except for the drive-in. So. We ended up going to the drive-in.
0: Which one did you go to? The one in uh, Newmarket? Uh,
1: no, the London one.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought you said in Toronto. My bad.
1: I oh, know, Like, there's only one theater, like Cineplex or whatever, playing, playing it in Toronto. So, we ended up going to see, like, and there was no theaters in London playing it. So, we ended up going to the drive-in here. And uh, that was the first time that the girlfriend had ever been to the drive-in. And I, I can't remember the last time I had went, so... It's kind of nice. What did we see? We saw John Wick 3, obviously. Uh, and Child's Play was the other movie that they're... Like, the remake of Child's Play.
0: Interesting combination.
1: Yeah, but it was actually really good. Have you seen, like, the original Child's Play?
0: Long time ago, That's yeah. That's, like,
1: the thing with Chucky. Yeah, so uh, the the remake is actually pretty good. Like, it's obviously not scary. It's, like, the, the doll is creepy, right? But uh, And it had some pretty funny parts. Uh, but pretty solid, solid flick. Uh, what's his name? Mark Hamill does the voice of Chucky in that movie.
0: Of course he does. He's probably the most underrated, best voiced actor of all time.
1: And it's funny because you can, you kind of know that uh, it is Mark Hamill because he kind of, he's not like doing a Joker voice, right? Where he completely changes how he talks. So it has that kind of Mark Hamillish flavor to it uh but it's different enough that you kind of forget about it like right after the first few minutes of him talking but yeah no that's that's actually a really good movie i would i would put that on one of my my top movies of 2019 just to watch for fun you know like if you're like i'm not really feeling anything like or i'm feeling something kind of like thrillery funny remakey you know with Mark Hamill in it, and creepy dolls. Oh,
0: Child's Play. It's it's just the way movies are now. We'll talk about movies a little bit later. I don't want to spend a bunch of time on it right now. I want to focus on the stuff that we missed and what the people really want to hear about. My kitten. So since, Yeah, so since the show started, we got a kitten. <laughs> um, her name is Rory. She is white as a ghost. Uh her hobbies include climbing my legs, biting me, and for whatever reason running full speed and jumping into the tub.
1: Sounds exactly like what I like to do.
0: Yeah. Except the whole biting my feet thing. It's kinda that's- weird. <laughs> <laughs> um but she we've had her for about a month now and she's becoming a good girl. She used to be a bad girl. And that's all it really is. She also really likes playing with phones. She climbed on my Xbox, and I told Chris, I'm like, if you don't get the cat off the Xbox, I'll kill her. I'll, I'll, I'll send her back. I'll send her back to the farm.
1: Going to, going to kitty
0: heaven. Uh, well, I threatened her once with the glue factory, and Chris was like, isn't that horses? I am like, yeah, I'll send her there too. <laughs> they can
1: make any glue out of any animals
0: these you days. You can, right? We have the technology. <laughs> it's the most potent, potent glue possible. Yeah. All right. Um, in no particular order, let's go through some of the games that we heard about at e3 I, I don't want to spend a ton of time on e3 because i think it's been overdone but we're just going to give you guys some of our our i guess opinions pump it or dump it or pre-order of course so we're always going to tell you whether or not you should pre-order it wait for a review or wait for a bargain bin cool 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 um i'll go with various um i have a list here just kind of divided by uh, studio so i'll just do the random ones first um, Super Lucky Tail, uh, new Super Lucky's Tail, is coming to Switch, so it's kind of bypassing. Oh, I think it's the same one from uh, Xbox.
1: On Xbox, yeah.
0: Um, I think it'll do fairly well on Switch. It's, yeah. It's it's a very good platformer. Have you played it? I've I've played like a, a two level demo. I really enjoyed it. I couldn't get out of my ha- head that I thought it was Tails from Sonic.
1: Yeah. It's got some cool mechanics though. I, I, I've played it, played a few hours of it, and I think uh, it's a fun game. I think it will fit perfectly well on the, the Switch.
0: I, I think it, it will play really well on the Switch, especially if you can use the Joy-Cons like you can use in Mario Odyssey. I think you could have that, the implementation of that, like making sure the controller is part of the game as well. Mm-hmm. A game I really liked the look of was Empire of Sin. Um, it's gonna be coming out for mon- uh, multi uh, console. It looked kind of like dark and grungy, but also it looked like it was gonna be fairly playable. And I think they showed a trailer off in the uh, the Nintendo Direct. If I if I do declare, it looked really fun though. Yeah, it was in the Nintendo Direct. Do you What's remember game? that one? Empire of Sin. It was a gangster movie or a game. It was like a gangster uh, yeah, yeah, war yeah. game. Yeah. And I like it did it seemed super out of place because it was in Nintendo, but it was like it's like a top-down RTS kind of mm-hmm. game. It just looks really really good. And I think with the touchscreen mechanics, again, this game might do better than it will on like a PlayStation or an Xbox.
1: Yeah, I think uh Nintendo this year at E3 is really showing that they're s- stepping out of their Kind of traditional Nintendo is for kids.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh kind of image. Um and obviously like they do have like the, the classic games that people want and the kitty ones and stuff like that, but they've really shown that they are kind of pushing the the envelope a little bit on what is the norm on the Nintendo console.
0: Yeah, I, I personally can't wait. To see a review on this game because I feel as a review will help me make a decision on whether or not I want to get the game. But early indications are that it looks like it kinda has a like um uh, Diablo kind of feel. Not mm-hmm. it's not as hectic as like a League of Legends, but it kinda has like a scaled back version of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. So uh, that that's where I like that one. So I would definitely put on a, a wait to review for that guy or girl. That thing?
1: Are video games do they have genders nowadays or? No,
0: they're de- they're gender neutral. Um, as for I should mention new Super Lucky's Tale, I will wait till it's free or near it. <laughs> um, Elden Ring is the next one on the list. Elden Ring is the George R R Martin game that is practically Game of Thrones. I need to see more. Yeah. Just straight up I need to see way more. Before I even make a decision on the 3. So we'll add a fourth category called we need to see more.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what to expect from that one.
0: Like I feel as if they might as well have just made a Game of Thrones game. But does
1: he not really I guess he still has the rights to the Game of Thrones stuff, but I wonder if there's some sort of like clause agreement uh with HBO about um licensing yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Probably, you know, technicalities.
0: Um. Next up on the list, which was a game I was super excited with, about mainly because uh, I really enjoyed the first game and the the ability to control the game by every decision you make is something that has been attempted in some games before, but never really implemented properly. An example of that would be like state of decay. Like mm-hmm. depending on like what faction you joined, other things would transpire. I'm talking about Dying Light too. The the zombie oh, parkour yeah. survivalist game where now if like you choose to give water to part of the city, then another part of the city might revolt or die. I think that's I think I actually think it'll be a really fun game, but you're also it's going to be kind of like like an animal crossing where if you don't take care of something or like your people might just move away or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the, the game mechanics of Dying Light.
0: But you, you didn't like the fact that the only way you could survive is if you put on a, a purple flashlight.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just didn't jive for me. You know, I, I, I hated how you had to like parkour over everything everything was constantly running and gunning and stuff like that and uh, I'll probably get that if it ever goes to like super cheap yeah I,
0: I I don't think I would go as far as saying hey I'm gonna pre-order but I definitely think I would still purchase it at launch and kind of go from there to, like depending on how I kind of feel about the game at the time you know hmm um next up. Namcow, and Bandai, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Kakarot game looked kind of cool.
1: Okay, I don't understand these Dragon Ball Z games. Are they fighting games, or do they have like a story, or like?
0: I think it's kind of like injustice. Depending on who you pick, uh, has a different okay. story. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of the Bandai games that I see here, I would probably play if I got to try them. Like, Tales of Arise, Code Vein. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not really into, like, like the Dragon Ball games, yeah, they're kind of cool, but how many more times can you make Goku go Super Zan? Uh, at
1: least three more times.
0: That's fair. Um, let's hit up Sega. Sega's big contribution to E3 was just showing off the mini Genesis a little bit more. Uh, Launching in September 2019, it does have games like Mega Man, um, Earthworm Jim, Sonic 1 and 2, Echo the Dolphin, and it comes with 35 other preloaded games. So, in one hand, I think they've done a great job by being like, hey, Nintendo, you've loaded your game with 10 or 20 games, or your console with 20 games, and everybody's going to hack it. We've just taken all 40 of the games that you already like, (laughs) and we're putting it on the console. Mm -hmm. and That's pretty much it. Um, a lot of people on the internet don't believe it's going to be open-sourced, which means it's going to be harder to add games to it. But that has never stopped people, ever. That's true. I mean, we, we sat here waiting for the announcement of a Nintendo 64 Mini, and it never happened. And I do believe a lot of that honestly has to do with the fact that Nintendo doesn't want this game to be hacked. They want to release the 64 and be like, deal with it. You're getting 20 games, and that's that. That's just my personal opinion.
1: Or it could be that they aren't doing that, and they are thinking or working on a way to get N64 games onto the, the Switch. Switch. Yeah.
0: See, if they're going to do that, they should also add some GameCube games like right away, like Super Mario Sunshine, so Mario Kart Double Dash. The problem with that is that the... Uh, GameCube had
1: analog triggers, and Super Mario Sunshine, for example, took advantage of that. So, the Switch doesn't have analog triggers. They have Neither digital th- bumpers. Uh, yeah, everything's everything's like a digital on and off button, right? Uh, so, you wouldn't be able to get any of the functionality on games that require that uh, pressure sensitive trigger. So, I highly doubt that we're going to be getting Super Mario Sunshine unless it's like a highly modified version or an edited version. I could see them maybe like um I could see them doing like a remaster or remake, like the way that they did um Wind
0: Waker. Couldn't couldn't you just hypothetically if you were Nintendo who practically just prints money Release a controller like a GameCube hybrid, or because Nintendo really likes doing this whole deluxe thing—a WaveBird Deluxe—and then you have the best of both worlds. You get to resell a controller that everybody loved. On top of that, you have pressure-sensitive controllers for games that required it.
1: Yeah, but then you're still alienating all the people that don't purchase that controller.
0: Well, you're only alien. Yeah, but like you're not at the same time. If you wanted like a Mario Sunshine. Uh, True Crime Streets uh, streets of... I'm not saying that would be one of the games that kind of came through. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some of the games that really depended on that. Um, Like Mario Party Uh, 7?
1: 6.
0: That one also had the microphone that you could blow in. So, like, there there was a bunch of games that required that trigger. Mario Kart Double Dash as well. Um... You do, like, why not? Why not offer it?
1: Uh, Blood rain. I'm like, so I'm, I'm, I want to play Super Mario Sunshine, sure, but I don't want to have to buy another controller. I already, I already have two Pro controllers. You know, I don't need another one. I have my Joy Cons.
0: I was like buying the wireless Super Nintendo controller, and I never use it. I use the two Super Nintendo controllers because my desk is three feet wide. (laughs) <laughs> like, so
1: like, they they could implement something with, uh, like, the gyro in the, in the consoles or, like, in the controllers. But I don't think that there's really a feasible uh, way to enable analog controls on the digital-only controllers.
0: Like, I mean, if it's just operating the flood, why don't you just have an on-off switch? Exactly,
1: it? right? But I think a big part of that was to clear out, what was it, like... Uh, ink or whatever, you had to be able to kind of adjust the flow to get the distance and stuff like that. So I don't know. Nintendo, you know, always surprises us. So they might just surprise
0: us. With a WaveBird re-release. You heard it here first. (laughs) WaveBird re-release. Sega is also uh, releasing a Fantasy Star Online 2 just for the Xbox One. I don't even recall playing the first one. Which, uh, which one was that? Fantasy Star with a oh, P. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, Fantasy Star Online uh, 2, it never came out in the West. It was <laughs> like a. Oh, it so was, it was
0: just like a, a, a Jap game. Japan only,
1: yeah. Uh, so, it's kind of a big deal because the fact that Nintendo is having it come out on their system. Uh, which is which is pretty big. So, Fantasy Star was like one of the biggest online RPGs. Yeah, when the Dreamcast was out, right, and uh, it was like one of the first online RPGs too. Uh, and I know a lot of people have wanted, um, they've wanted it to come out here, but it, there was just like really no. It, it was. It's a little more difficult than people think to bring an MMO uh, to the West if it's. All Japanese, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty excited for that. Um, I don't know. Do you have to buy that one? I don't know if you have to buy it or if it's
0: free to play. But I don't actually see any information on it. So I mean, a lot of the games until we get to the bigger companies are a lot for me of a lot of weight. I think the only one that I've mentioned so far that I would like go out of my way to play is Dying Light Two. I enjoyed the Dying Light story. That's just me. Alright, you ready for Ubisoft? What did they even do? Ubisoft released a game called Gods and Monsters. Oh yeah. Wasn't Ubisoft also the other creator of that pirate game that never came out? Oh yeah. Um, what's it called? Pirates? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> what the hell was that game called? I don't know. But... I think it's still in development.
0: It was uh, it was supposed to compete directly with. Why can't I think of the name of that one either? What's the what, Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of Thieves was for Xbox, and then it was. Fuck, I can't remember the name of that game at all. It's oh, it wasn't Sea Dogs. It was dun 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 I can't think of it. Fuck. Was it twenty nineteen it's supposed to come out?
1: I I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: You you okay, so last year at E3 or two years ago, they released a second game and it was like the pirate ships could battle each other. Do you remember this at all?
1: Assassin's Creed? No.
0: Please, Internet. Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. It already came out, apparently. Did it? Maybe not. I can't see it. Yeah, okay. Well, moving on. Ubisoft has come out with a game called God and Monsters, where it does look like you just collect monsters and fight monsters. So that could be fun. I'm not really into that type of game. It is very cartoony as well. Uh next up in Ubisoft we have Roller Champions which is a roller derby game that kind of looks identical to Rocket League.
1: Isn't that a roller derby battle royale game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I can't wait
0: to try that for free when people when Ubisoft realizes that they have to give it away. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey they just showed a game update. Uh one that had fans concerned but excited and Concerned was Watch Dogs Legion. They yeah, made a th- you, you, you third get play, game.
1: You got to play as an old woman. You get to play as a bunch of people in that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I don't
0: know. It'll be interesting. I, I'm gonna wait till I find Watch Dogs at Walmart, like I did the first one and the second yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, For Honor just looks like they're releasing a second one, but it doesn't have a number beside it. Um, the division two, they just showed off some more gameplay, and they're super proud of that. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I'm really hoping it's better than Wildlands because Wildlands was terrible. Um, well, I like think
1: Wildlands wasn't terrible, terrible, but it was it just got repetitive extremely fast.
0: Plus, if you did a mission out of order, you couldn't access the previous missions. Oh yes, this is true. But there would just be random dots on your screen that you couldn't do anything with. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Ubisoft showed off the fact that they're bringing the outbreak system back to um, Rainbow Six. And Rainbow Six is still going strong. Which, three years ago, if somebody asked me if it would still be around in four years, I would have said no.
1: Yeah, they they done good by that one.
0: The community's insane. It's... It's unbelievable. I know you lost interest in it when we were all playing it like at its height, but like I've stopped playing too. I just don't have time or live. Yeah. All right. So out of all those guys, I not really. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really excited. Ubisoft um, is
1: one of those companies that like they have some really good ideas. They they make some great looking games, but. Uh, I've learned to never trust their E3 presentations because... They look way better than they are. Yeah, most of the time they aren't anything like what... like The final product is nothing like what they showed at E3.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a sad reality, but it's also a true reality. Mm-hmm. Do you know who does also do the exact same thing? Square Enix. Square Enix every year to me is... Hey guys, we haven't come up with anything yet, so we're gonna show you a remake of Final Fantasy Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten, whatever. Okay, but, but they, they are remaking number seven, and they're remastering number eight.
1: Yeah, so this is so Final Fantasy Seven remake was announced like three years ago, which they admit was too early. So the fact that they've shown um, actual gameplay footage. And have something substantial to show and they can actually talk about the game Uh, that's huge and I think they've done it so far from what we've seen uh, a great job at kind of remaking the the intro portion of Final Fantasy 7 it looks great, the voice acting seems to be pretty good Um, and apparently the game's huge so they're splitting it up into multiple parts so the f- whole first game is only like the midgard which is like the first disc of yeah. the original game uh but it's split onto two blu-ray discs that's how big it is so which i think this is the first current gen game that would be split onto two discs right Red like, Dead. but was red dead just two discs for installation
0: yeah so you had to install both discs before you could play
1: yeah, so like
0: uh, it's not gonna make you go like if you go back to an original world, you're gonna have to change the disc, are you? I don't know. Like it might
1: just be, uh, it it might just be that there's I don't know. They might just be like it might be an install like which would make sense, right? But if the game is so big that you have to install it all, if they could make it so that you know the first half of the game you can install that disc and play off that and then once you get to the second half of the game you can install the second disc and uninstall the first content right because the way RPGs go uh, a lot of the times once you're clear an area or at least like the old school RPGs right once you clear yeah. an area you rarely went back to it so uh, for example like the, the the first reactor part like the f- part of the game that they're showing at the beginning that is literally only maybe a half hour of gameplay in the original game right but you never go back there again yeah so there's no point in having a game that you're playing for you know 50 60 hours where a huge chunk of uh, game assets and data is taken up from parts that you're never going to see again so it almost makes sense for them to do that like have two separate installs for like disc one and disc two like I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but I have that game pre-ordered uh, because I managed to find it for like fifty dollars. Fifty bucks, bucks? Yeah. yeah.
0: The the magic word, yeah, F- the
1: fifty dollar. Which is funny because you know if there's any of our friends from America listening, they're like, oh, 50 fifty bucks—that's the normal. But not in Canada.
0: Yeah, where we actually have to
1: try. Yeah, you know when when a new game after tax in Ontario costs almost a hundred dollars. Yeah. Hurts right in the wallet.
0: I can't even remember what games I pre-ordered. There was a few. I think I pre-ordered Death Stranding and one that's coming out this summer. I pre-ordered for whatever reason.
1: Um, I pre-ordered only because I got it for a good price. Uh, Death Stranding, Cyberpunk.
0: Oh, it was Cyberpunk. Yeah, I pre-ordered, and I might have pre-ordered Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but I don't really
1: uh yeah cyberpunk was on for like 55 bucks on amazon so i'm like you know what even though they still haven't shown us any gameplay video it's cd project red they make great games uh, so
0: and they have keanu reeves but we'll talk about that in a minute yeah um, uh Net- and then and then sorry, go ahead. Thing
1: about the final fantasy 8 Remaster. Uh, people have wanted a remaster of Final Fantasy VIII for a very long time, but according to Square Enix, they had lost the original source code. So, in order to remake the game, they'd have to either like reverse engineer uh, one of their uh, games that they had released, right? Like on PlayStation or whatever it would be they Mm -hmm. or they'd have to reprogram it from the ground up right yeah so uh it's kind of like a big deal for for square enix and gamers right because uh is that thunder (laughs) i'm just hearing large (laughs) large crashes outside of my house um so it's kind of a big deal for those of us like Final Fantasy VIII is a game that I've wanted to play the remat like a remaster of it. I have it on PC, but it just doesn't look that great, and it kind of plays very poorly, just because it was a shoddy port. Yeah. So the fact that they've uh, somehow either they found the source code or they've done something to remaster the game, and from what they showed in that trailer, like it does look good. Like it's not just a, a shoddy port where they updated uh, the the polygons on the. characters but then the the backgrounds are all just kind of like meh uh it looks like they actually put the work into this one so i'm gonna say like that game they'll probably sell it for 25 bucks right uh but i'll probably buy that because last time i played that was way back when it came out on the playstation one and it's actually one of my favorite final fantasy games so even though it's like full of like emo kids and stuff like that but whatever
0: i'm gonna be honest with you like, I never found the hype to Final Fantasy when I was younger. Like, I played a few on PS1, and then I just stopped.
1: Yeah, it you got to be... Th- it, there's a lot of reading, you know, and I know you don't like to read. Or I know you can't read, so... Well, I think uh,
0: sports games were key for me, right? Like, yeah. my buddies and I would just play sports games.
1: And see, that's the thing. It's like, we, my, my brothers and I, uh, we had, you know, like the Mario games and stuff like that that we could... And, and, like, the Nintendo games. But then, like, the PlayStation stuff that we had was a lot of RPGs. Or, like, we'd have RPGs on the Super Nintendo. So, like, these were games that, even though one person's playing, we can all just enjoy the story and stuff like that. And that's what it would be a lot of Which times.
0: Which is exactly why PlayStation users will always have the st- stigma of it's a better console for single-player games than it's ever going to be for multiplayer. But we're not here to argue about that. And we've already done C D Project Red, so we don't have to worry about that because I don't think we're gonna like we're gonna talk too much. Like Cyberpunk we both pre ordered. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is just a complete edition. So I like I mean I'll play the Witcher, but I won't like I'll wait until it's like super cheap or a game of the month. What are you talking about? Witcher ha- is super
1: cheap all the time.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying like <laughs> with the complete edition.
1: Oh yeah yeah. See, and that's the thing, is like I I I prefer to purchase games when they are the complete edition, ultimate edition whatever you want to call it uh, with all the DLC because I feel like I'm getting a much better deal that way, even if it's released at the same price as the vanilla game when it launched, right? Yeah. You're still getting all this other content uh, essentially for the same price as uh, just the base game so I kind of like, I know that I've, I'm gonna get the, game play entertainment time value, out of Cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out, but I know that there's gonna be a lot of DLC, like they always are gonna come out with, they are come out with a, uh, added story content, that I don't like buying the stuff, when it comes out, like I'm not a big fan of that, but I feel like. I'll just have to buy it when it goes on sale, you know. Like they have it for like four or five bucks, but I don't know. It's one of those things. Like maybe if I if I see how the gameplay, like I, and and what I've done the last few times that I've uh, pre-ordered games is when I get the game, I don't open it right away.
0: Wait for those reviews.
1: I'll, I'll watch like some gameplay videos online, like actual like user reviews. I'll watch some streams and stuff like that to see if it's something that I would be interested in like actually enjoy and and that's the hard thing it's like we get these games that have a a pre-order price of 55 bucks right so it's hard to pass up on that price
0: days gone man days gone
1: and then what happens when you get the game and it sucks well then you're stuck with it right
0: but if you're smart you'll take it to eb games within the first two weeks and you'll get fifty dollars for it in game credit yeah that's true so i mean you still win um, moving on, though, because we still have a bunch of games to do, and we're running out of time so rapidly. Um, the only other one from Square Enix that um, really caught my interest was Trails of Mana, the collection of mana, just because like I think it was a huge title for the Switch to get, or Nintendo to get back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But aside from that, like,
1: well, I that's mean... A, that's a I, remake I, of... Um... Trails of Mana. Yeah, like the the original game that came out on... I think it was on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. But it was never brought over to North America. It was never westernized, so...
0: Which uh, I find unique because I believe if you... Well, it's on the Super Nintendo Classic. It's either on it or I added it. I actually can't remember. Damn. You added it.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a good game then. It'll be a good game now. I think it'll be cool to have on the Switch because that, that, to me, seems like a type of game that you could play with portability and you could just pick it up, put it down. And the fact that all these games that we had when we were kids now have save points that you don't have to write down on a piece of paper, huge. Huge, huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bethesda actually had a decent showing. They, I was shocked.
1: They kept saying that Fallout 76 was a smash hit.
0: Well... Let's be honest, Todd Howard is it? had a rough yeah. day <laughs> had a rough year yeah um I'm actually so I've been trying to find Fallout 76 for like 20 bucks because I remember getting rid of it, but now nuclear winter um, and its patches are going to disperse NPCs throughout the land. Wait, you're going to buy the game uh, if I can get it super cheap or right. if if it's on Game Pass, I'll just download it from Game Pass.
1: I would say, you know, wait for it to be 10 bucks.
0: Yeah, most I would pay is 20 But now that there's NPCs, the game could actually be interesting. That's true. Um, Elder Scrolls Blades debuts on the Switch, iOS, and Android update. So it's going to be kind of like... That, that was kind of like that weird fighting kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Doom Eternal looked really good. Uh, I was really disappointed that we didn't see a single thing for Starfield. But we got to see a new Wolfenstein game.
1: Another Wolfenstein game. Young
0: Blood. And if you have VR, you can also get Wolfenstein's Cyberpilot. So oh, I mean yeah. Bethesda did alright. Unfortunately for Bethesda, aside from Doom Eternal, I don't really see myself even purchasing a game until th- they're out for a while.
1: I think they really toned down their E3 presentation this year.
0: Because last year because they were last like last
1: year, they were like, please clap. Yeah, last year they kind of hyped it up so much, and then it just kind of was like,
0: meh. Well, last year the big thing that was disappointing was the fact that you would literally, like everybody was like, Fallout 76, oh my god, it's going to be the greatest thing of all time, I can't wait for Fallout 76, blah, and it was awful. Mm -hmm. And like, you just got the feeling closer to it, It was going to be awful. The more and more it got awful. So there's that. Um, Konami. They showed off Contra. Rogue Corps. um, Which also I think debuted in the Nintendo presentation. Nintendo's presentation was amazing. That's why I'm doing them last. Um, But yeah, Contra looks pretty good. Especially because you can select your, your characters. Again, it was a top down. Looks very good. I like it. I can't wait to try it. I'm excited. I just don't know if I want to get it on a powerful console like the Switch or the PS4, or do I get a slightly dumbed-down version on the Switch.
1: I don't know. I I think regardless of whatever system you get it on, it's going to be a great couch co-op game.
0: Oh, absolutely. But do you think the Switch's power will diminish the game's overall experience? Probably not.
1: Because th- with the things that they've pulled off on the Switch, it's quite impressive.
0: I can't also imagine playing a game like that would be great on Joy-Cons. You'd be using Pro? Uh, or like the... What do you even call the the Switch controller when you click it together? Does it have a name?
1: It's still the Joy-Cons.
0: Oh, it's just called the Joy-Con controller? Yeah. Joy controller?
1: And the Joy-Con, yeah, holster. I don't know
0: um sorry did you want to add anything else to konami or no no
1: um, they, oh they released um i guess it was announced in the nintendo one but there's like the the um contra collection on yeah. the nintendo switch which is like what it's like 26 bucks canadian yeah
0: contra the hardest game ever on super nintendo which is sweet because like, it's like six games for that's a great price i actually don't think rogue corpse is going to be overly expensive either no. Canadian, I think you're looking at $39. Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: It could be like a Fortnite, or well, not Fortnite, but like a PUBG-style mm-hmm. pricing. Um, to Take-Two Interactive, they showed The Outer Worlds and Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 is picking up a lot of hype, and right now you can play the first two Borderlands for free on PlayStation. It's, I mean, you only have a few more days to get that before the deal's done. And by deal, I mean PS Game of the Month. I think Borderlands 3 is going to be everything it, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the final review before I pick it up.
1: Yeah, and I, I think they've clearly been working on it for a while, right? Like, and Borderlands is, you know, their baby. So I can't really see it
0: sucking. Well, you said that about Bethesda and Fallout. What? I mean we like everybody said that about Bethesda. Uh, I Fallout. never said
1: that. I said it looked like crap, I think.
0: No, you you thought you thought it looked good, but you weren't gonna buy it until you knew about it more. Oh and So I you know were about
1: it. right. Yeah. Um I forget what I'm saying. Oh yeah, so I think uh I think it will be live up to the hype of or the expectations. Um it's it's like their it's their baby you know Borderlands is kind of what made 2K I, I would say like super known in like yeah. the first person shooter kind of market so it'll be interesting to see like obviously we're gonna have to see a little bit more about like what you can do in that game and um I'm I'm interested more in the co-op play because there's not many games that allow you to do co-op online where you can h- jump into another player's game, help them with their stuff, uh, and it will progress your game as well.
0: Yeah, because we've still, experienced that doesn't always work.
1: Yeah, yeah, but then you can still go back into your game and finish missions that you haven't finished that might have happened earlier. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of psyched for that aspect of
0: it. But. So, out of the big 3, I'm going to keep Nintendo for the end just because we have a few Nintendo topics to hit before we're done. Which would you prefer, Microsoft or EA? Uh, which were we doing first? Which would you prefer? I'm uh, I'm
1: easy. I'm going to say let's do EA cuz
0: it was the biggest disappointment of E3. Okay, yeah. I said it. I said it. I said it. What the hell was that EA play? I don't know. What what on earth was that? You literally, like, they just took the time to to put a small treehouse together or, like, a workshop for you to watch, and then they changed it all? And, like, they showed off literally nothing. Literally well, nothing. Their, showed, their two biggest games were The Sims 4 and Star Wars. And The well, Sims has been out for five years. They showed
1: off stuff from uh, Battlefront or Battlefield 5.
0: Yeah. They, they showed off a, api- so, he- here's how I feel. Sorry, I'm I'm a- in a little bit of a ranty mood. Yeah, you're you're angry right now. I'm 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 pissed. <laughs> here's why. One. I think EA needs to slow the fuck down with their FIFA's, their Madden's, and their NHLs. Get to the point where you're releasing a base game every two or three years and just offer like DLC for twenty bucks. There's no way in hell I should have to purchase any one of these games over and over and over again because you're not changing the fucking features of the game. Madden's going to have these stupid card games, like Madden Ultimate Team, FIFA Ultimate Team, um, NHL Ultimate Team, or Hockey Ultimate Team. Ooh, big changes. The world of Chell and NHL. And on top of that, they released... Um, The information for NHL two weeks later at the NHL awards and they made every idiot Toronto fan pre-order the game because unfortunately our star players on the cover which never happens going with Madden is always a cover athlete and you really don't change the game and FIFA is the exact same thing. These three games depend on microtransactions to survive and they depend on updates. Why can't you just release a $20 patch or $25 patch every year with the new, like, the, the regular season updates and fixes? If you're not going to change the game, don't keep re-releasing it. <sighs> Battlefield Five, Actually pretty legit. Tell us how you really feel. Was that, was that not... Was, that was good. That was good. I, think, I, I feel as if... I mean, it came from the heart, but that was fairly well crafted. We should probably clip that and put it somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to get that as a tattoo
1: on my lower back. The whole thing, yeah, the whole thing
0: might as well be a bullseye.
1: I have a large lower
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> it just—I'm so sick and tired of a company like EA releasing the same bullshit every time. If if they released another Battlefront game, I think I would have lost it. No, you like know even Battlefield—they're just expanding. They're not doing anything new.
1: What? Well, the plan with Battlefield was. They were starting at the beginning of the war, World War II, and then continuing on to, uh, like, going throughout the war, right? So it started off in 1939, 1940. Uh, now they're expanding to the Pacific. And I think after the Pacific, the next big one's obviously going to have to be the, like, what is it, Western Front? Like, Europe. Um, I think they're they're doing it right for Battle Battlefield because they're showing that they are still supporting the game. Um, they're not releasing like paid DLC for it. Um, they're sticking to the the only thing that you can buy is cosmetic stuff, which is and, great. And and you know what? Like honestly, some of the cosmetic stuff it does look really cool, and I have thought about buying it. Um, something, a few things from time to time, but then I realized, why would I do that? Um, <laughs> uh, but then like, so they're supporting the game. They're not dividing their player base when they release new maps. The content that they release every so often is pretty good. Like, um, the, the one of the most, their most recent map that they had released, um, I'd say a month ago or so, um. Was actually a lot of fun, and um, a few of my buddies. We ended up playing quite, quite too many hours on that map.
0: Uh, on which one, ba- uh, on Battlefield?
1: Yeah, on Battlefield. Um, so they, they're, I think they're doing fine with that. There's obviously people that don't like the Battlefield series, and they're just thinking like, oh, whatever, it's crap. Um, but I would highly recommend people, you know, if you can pick it up for cheap. all means get it because it's like one of those games that it's fun to hop into a game and obviously battlefield games have are known to they're not something that you can just hop in for 10 minutes and play um but once you get good at it and it's it's not a very steep learning curve you know like i'll be rusty for a little bit when i start playing but then after you know a half hour i'm i'm able to you know get headshots on the sniper rifle that I have and stuff like that. So
0: that's my big problem. I always want to snipe and nothing else.
1: And you can though, but some of the maps that they're releasing now, um, they're, they're kind of aiming towards like more close quarters stuff, which is makes for a much faster game. Um, and I think that's what some people dislike about the battlefield games is that the maps can be so big that you can actually go so long without seeing someone and then you're dead yeah and then you go through the whole thing all over again, so um that's i I like that they're doing that um with battlefront, if they were to release a new battlefront, yeah, there would be outrage because that game was such a shit show when it was when it came out, and they have been trying to obviously make it up to the community ever since, and they've been doing a pretty good job like they've they have been releasing stuff um slowly but surely they're updating stuff, you know, I, they have finally got, uh, the destroyer droids, the droid to cause the, the roly ones with the shields, you know, like that, those are things that the pe- the the gaming community has wanted for a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I can see them doing a battlefront three in the next, like I, I wouldn't, I would say within the next two years, um, or they'll do one on the, the next-gen consoles, like the PlayStation 5, Xbox 1, Squared, uh, Scarlet, I guess that's what it's called. Project now.
0: Scarlet. Actually, I wouldn't mind playing a game like that. Or, sorry, like, I wouldn't mind playing a console called Scarlet. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think they, they... I don't know where they came up with their, their
1: name, but it's it's kind of... Fun, you know, it's like mysterious. Like, ooh, Scarlet, what is that? I kind of want to get to know her a little bit. Don't know anything about her, but I feel like she's gonna steal my wallet when I'm not looking. You know, that kind <laughs> of excitement. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, just just to keep E three or E three and EA moving along. Apex Legend Season Two, cool. Meh. Whatever. The thing that impressed me the most, in all honesty, was the hype that was built around The Sims Four. I did not think, for the life of me, that game community was as big as it is. Yeah, I, didn't, it's, I don't know it's, anyone it,
1: that plays Sims 4.
0: oh, uh, well, Chris plays it. Um, she plays it quite often. I have a friend who is actually just starting a Twitch for it as well. It's, um, like, it's pretty big. I was like, why not release the Sims 5? Oh, they're not done with Sims 4 yet. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm sorry. Um, but EA, aside from star wars jedi fallen order which we've already talked about at great length here so we didn't really see too too much and the sims ea sucked just sucked the whole thing sucked and it was a three-hour presentation could have been done in 15 minutes here's two trailers and a bunch of crap we're just re-releasing
1: yeah because they have to talk about every little thing
0: oh man and like how boring was that like I, I, thought the Sims stuff was kind of cool because they were like, yeah, so we uh we've designed these sea dews and then they showed them off, and they're like, oh, and then you can get pet dolphins, and they were talking about like the furniture and the clothing. I'm mm. like, wow, people really care about this stuff. It's pretty great.
1: And and they showed a lot of um, Star Wars: Fallen Order. Yeah. Gameplay. And honestly, like they're showing like an it looks like a game from like the Xbox 360 and PS3. I'm kind of on the fence about that game now. Like, I know I I pre-ordered it just because I could get it for 50 bucks.
0: It looked like Force Awakens too. That's exactly what the game looked like to me. But,
1: yeah, and and apparently Disney has said that there's not allowed to be any limb dismemberment in the game and stuff like that. Uh, Almost every single Star Wars movie has someone lose a limb of some sort.
0: Oh, like when he like cuts the guy in half but only a chunk of his side is missing or yeah. burnt? Yeah.
1: yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm I might cancel my pre order on that one and because it's a uh a single player only game, like we know that it's gonna go on sale fairly quickly.
0: Yeah. No online multiplayer. There's no Virgo. multiplayer
1: at all, right? So I uh Yeah, I'm I'm kind of it might be my first canceled pre-order of 2019 of ea 2019
0: uh death stranding i'm still i'm waiting for like the final review before i pay for it
1: well like yeah i had that like, one pre order so, off amazon it was like 60 bucks so, right?
0: some of death stranding just like was confusing to me like you'd see him run by like the briefcase and it just appeared in his hand mm-hmm. and then on top of his like like kit i get we were seeing alpha footage but, all right, let's go through Microsoft. I'm just going to go with the big heavy hitters, because obviously I don't think we have the time to do them all. Um, Gears Pop was kind of interesting. It's going to be a mobile game. Um, it's also going to be kind of released to coincide with Gears 5, which I think is really cool. Um, Gears 5, I mean, if you've played the series, you're obviously going to play the game. I'm going to wait till it goes on sale, because I've never paid full price for a Gears game, so why should I start? Uh-huh um forza horizon 4 lego speed champions expansion there's a little tomfoolery with that because they show off a really cool expansion and if unless you have the ultimate edition of forza 4, horizon 4 you're paying 19 bucks for this and unfortunately game pass players who've been playing this game since day one this does not include you and there's no discount for game pass players who are trying to get it to play it but they're expanding the world and allowing you to build your cars at a lego there's are also lego tracks that's pretty cool um, Minecraft Dungeons was huge for Microsoft. Um, I remember, um, like I, I work at a mall that has a Microsoft store, and the lineup to go try the demos of Microsoft or uh, Minecraft Dungeons was Unreal, another top down RTS, huge. Um, Bleeding Edge and Battletoads were also released. Um, the other big games that i saw that looked really impressive to me were 12 minutes do you remember that one uh the the indie game where like the time kept restarting he's like a man's gonna walk through that door and accuse you of murder where's your father that one
1: no i have no idea
0: okay uh lego star wars the skywalker saga
1: that that's sweet every single lego star wars
0: game heck yes about time Um, The two that looked the best to me were the Blair Witch game, which looked like Outlast on fucking drugs. Like, all the good drugs, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially because, like, the whole video camera thing, I'm like, I can't imagine. The creators of Outlast are super happy about this. And then Halo Infinity. Or Infinite.
1: Yeah, that's like... I know that that one is a long-awaited game
0: and they delayed it to project scarlet.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I th- I think that's probably a good
0: decision. I, I, but I think they've effectively also noosed the Xbox One X and S. The Xbox oh, One oh, is now dead. No, it fo- isn't. I I th- I think it is no, because no, how Xbox many more
1: has about, Xbox has talked about not having like a generation uh, like the generation console is is gone, right? Like they, I remember them talking about how they had this idea where all games would be developed using the same architecture, right? So, so if we take Project Scarlett, um, the Xbox One X, and the One S, it's essentially like playing on low, medium, and high, right? So you can buy the new game and play it on your Xbox one S and yeah, you're not, you're just going to be playing the 1080p. Um, but then if you eventually upgrade to the Xbox one X, yeah, you're going to get those four K assets and stuff like that, or you can play on a uh, higher frame rates and stuff like that. But then eventually when you can upgrade to the, uh, Scarlet, you'll still be able to play the same game, but it'll just be four K 60 frames per second. Um, faster load times, like all this stuff. And I think that's, What Microsoft is kind of aiming for, and that would be great because, you know, I like if the 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 Xbox One X when that came out in Canada was six hundred dollars, right? Like, there's no way that I'm going to be buying the Project Scarlet if it's and it's not going to be any less than six hundred dollars, right? Like, there's no way that they can do that, um, without like losing a substantial amount of money, like the like Sony did with the PS3 launch. Yeah. Right. Like they are going to have to do something to not alienate their, their player base. Right. Like they, they talk about how like they're for gamers and stuff like that. And I think that's a, would be a huge step back if they're like, okay, new console, like, haha, we're making all of these games because like, yeah, then it's going to turn into what the launch of the Xbox and play 4 was. You'd be getting these, uh, Games that were made for both the previous gen and the current gen, right? Yeah. But the previous gen one would be severely crippled. It would look like crap in in comparison and stuff like that because it's obvious that the studios are putting less effort into the older uh, console, right?
0: Well, that that's just my fear. Like, I know we're, we don't really want. Like, we're not going to deep dive into Scarlet tonight, but. Or this episode, rather, but I just feel like this is the the flag saying, like, okay, we're on the final lap. Because then all of a sudden, like, everybody's gonna have to upgrade again. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you just got your your Scorpio or your Xbox One X, and that was a year ago, not even. So it's just Nint- or Nintendo. Microsoft is moving so fast that they're they're oversaturating the market with their own stuff. Well. I mean they're always going to get those people who are going to upgrade I didn't upgrade to the X So I'll definitely upgrade to Scarlet, Whatever it is mm-hmm. But is it going to be fully backwards compatible With everything Xbox One Or is my entire library gone My digital library like, it,
1: I think the only thing that it won't work with Is the Kinect Which is fine I
0: don't use that anyways
1: I just have mine plugged in Just
0: because it makes me feel good Yeah <laughs> Xbox One <laughs> turn off um so microsoft do you have anything that you're gonna really pre-order no anything that you're gonna buy at launch
1: no because i have game pass so most things are coming out on game pass
0: which is i think the biggest thing Mm -hmm. all right let's do this nintendo time
1: Nintendo. Okay, so, can we talk about something first? I, sure. I need to I need to tell you this.
0: Are you are you going to rant like I ranted or is no, going to be less this, crazy?
1: This is exciting, but it's also f- hilariously and I don't know why this is a thing. There's a game coming out on July 2nd, 2019 for the Nintendo Switch called Dream Daddy. Nice. A dad dating simulator. Here's the description, uh, a dream daddy, a dad dating simulator is a game where you play as a dad and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads. Are you ready? Hi, ready. I'm dad. Okay. So then it goes, you and your daughter have just moved into the sleepy seaside town of Maple Bay, only to discover that everyone in your neighborhood is a single dateable dad. Will you, go, will, will you go out with teacher dad, goth dad, bad dad, or any of the other cool dads in the game? With a variety of paths and ending, Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, hopes to be this year's most anticipated dad-based game for the second year in a row. Hold up! For the second. First, yeah. <laughs> for the second year in a row.
0: How much is this game?
1: Uh. What's Twenty it bucks. Twenty bucks that- Canadian. Dream Daddy. Dream Dream Daddy. Daddy. A dad dating simulator. So this game's been out on Steam for a while. Um, so it's coming out on the Switch, but I saw this the other day and I like It's
0: free on Mac and PC. Is it? Yeah. I'm definitely getting Kristen to download this. I'm not putting it on Mac and PC. Fifteen bucks US on Steam. It is free to download. Where are you seeing that? I just typed in da- uh, Dream dad." Anyways, continue. <laughs> Maybe the first
1: one's free. Oh, my God. There's the whole Dream Daddy wiki. Um. So, anyways, this is...
0: <laughs> there's a Dream Daddy Dad Rector's cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so that's what's coming out on the Switch. I wonder if they get Dad Rections. This game includes Dream Daddy Director's Cut. It features cut content, new side quests, and the ability to replay minigames that you've discovered throughout the game. And a brand new minigame for your enjoyment. What could that be? This game is so bad. So. No. I, no. I, I. Like, I want to say that I don't want to play this, but I kind of do just to see what the hell this game is.
0: Have you seen the images? It kind of reminds me of like those like softcore porn volleyball games. Yes. But with men. Like it's such a, such a weird concept and the fact that it's this
1: they're hoping to be the year's most anticipated dad-based game for the second year in a row. Are they competing with themselves?
0: Need to watch some gameplay
1: of this later. Yeah.
0: All right, so anyways yeah, that, that's I'm done with that now if anyone um,
1: wants to buy that game for me so that I can play it, and I will do a full on review, unbiased review i will YouTube. like I'll get in like the freaking dad mindset I, like I, it. I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but
0: all right, ready <laughs> yeah here we go um, take my money. Nintendo re-released Resident Evil 5 and they're releasing Resident Evil 6 on the Switch, which is pretty sweet. Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, Tokyo 2020. I know this was a huge marketing campaign with the Tokyo Olympics as well, so I expect this game to do phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They've added a bunch of stuff to it. I kind of hope there's also the breakdancing thing, but I'm not sure. Um... So far, these games I wouldn't pre-order. How do you feel about the Dragon Quest Builders two coming to North America via Nintendo? Um, I guess the
1: first one did pretty good. It looked cool. Um, I had never. I, I played the demo, but I never really got into it because I'm I'm not a big fan of like the the block building, uh, kind of mechanics like uh, whatever. It, that one that's low poly yeah um minecraft you know like some people are really into that where they can build stuff i'm not really into that but i guess this game has a story and a whole bunch of stuff has a little Uh, bit of everything but there was a lot of hype around this game once they announced it so i don't know like i probably won't buy it at launch I might get it on sale if it looks cool, if it does well enough, if it's cheap enough, you know that kind of yeah
0: now, kind now, of shenanigans, but now that I'm using my switch a little bit more remotely um like i mean i I made a rookie mistake and sold the carrying case I bought because I wanted one that would also fit my dock, and then I realized I could just get a thin case and put my dock in my backpack,
1: or you can just get one of those like uh. Kind of portable dock things. I have one right here.
0: The the like
1: the hundred dollar cable. Not even it. This is a a USB C to HDMI adapter. How much did it cost? I got it for like sixteen
0: bucks. I'll, sh- does, I'll show uh, it does you. Does it me. also charge the yeah. unit?
1: It's got a USB 3.0 and a USB C charge port on there.
0: But how do you plug in it? Never mind. We'll talk later. <laughs> um. <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer Featuring the Legend of Zelda. So the Necrodancer, if you haven't
1: looked it up, I looked it up because I was like, I don't know what this is because there's a lot of hype behind it. And it's uh, like a dungeon crawl game, but based to music. So you have to move on like a beat or something like that. So it looked pretty cool. But then this one's all Legend of Zelda themed and stuff like that. Um, I'll probably get it on sale.
0: I would probably try and get really frustrated. Yeah, probably. Um Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3: The Black Order. Okay, so I really psyched for this
1: game because I love the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games and yes, you can tell me that I wasn't a big or I'm not a big Marvel fan, but shut up, I don't care.
0: I wasn't going to say that.
1: You were thinking it.
0: No, you and I have been pretty <laughs> hyped about this game, so it's hard for me to like The only thing is I I was going to make a comment on because I purposely left this game out is this is the Avengers game we wanted. Not whatever THQ just made. Or not THQ. No, Who Square made the- Enix. Square Enix made.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, th- this game does look pretty sweet. And I I purchased two of those uh, Nintendo S- Switch vouchers.
0: The uh, the two games were essentially $15 off each game. Yeah,
1: and if you have your... Um, region in your store so it's alberta you only pay five percent tax hint hint uh and then i also had i think like 12 bucks in nintendo gold points so i end end up getting two brand new games for like 50 60 bucks yeah did you you made this one one of your games and i i'm i'm seriously considering it um i i want to see what their online multiplayer is like like if I can actually it's like so if you get it can I just in the game send you an invite and
0: we can join in together play online yeah um I was watching um some gameplay of some fairly like it was pretty unlocked at that point because they had a lot of heroes but it was kind of cool to see like even like you could actually have heroes team up with villains like mm-hmm. there was like a, a Magneto Wolverine Ms Marvel and something else and and the trailer that they showed uh,
1: a little while ago is, shows, like, a decent amount of story. Like, I feel like the story is gonna be pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, and it's a, a fairly long game, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's good. Like, I hope there's replayability. I, I pre-ordered it. Did you get it physical or digital? I went physical, but I'm contemplating going digital.
1: Yeah, yeah I think, like, that's one of those games that um, if I can just hop in and play for, you know... 20 30 minutes at a time. I'll I'll definitely go digital with it.
0: Problem with Nintendo is of all consoles, they should be charging less for digital copies than physical copies. I know, but they're you know sticking with
1: the norm. Right? I know.
0: That that's why like I don't mind having the physical copy of the game because resale value on a physical Nintendo game is much better than digital.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, Super Mario Maker 2 actually launched today and yeah. its reviews are glowing. So, the problem with
1: the reviews for that is that a lot of people have... there's I forget what they call it. It's kind of like the Nintendo score. So, take the, the review score that uh, any other game would get and add like 10 to it for a game that was made by Nintendo. So, because I, I watched a 16-minute uh, a critical review of it where they compared it to uh, Super Mario Maker on the Wii U and like the features that they added, what they didn't have, all this stuff. And I think for one of the big complaints that people have is like online play on this one, there's no way to pick. like. Well, Nintendo said that they're going to add it where you can play with your friends, but right now there's no way to play with your friends. It's just randoms and apparently there's no way to select what map you guys play next uh, online it's just random Um, so that means that you can be put in a map that is not designed for two players and then it's unless you find a way around it it will be impossible so i'm kind of on the fence i might i might use one of my other vouchers for that game it they did add a story mode but then the levels that they have in that story mode to kind of they're there to kind of give people an idea on what you can create in this game I guess in the original one or the, f- the first one for Wii U and 3DS Yeah. Um, you could take those levels that they've made and edit them or use them as a starting point and modify them this one you can't at all which is kind of like mm, okay I feel like I'm if I were to buy it I would not be as much of a uh, Creator, I'd be more of a player.
0: Yeah, see, like I really like the um, the streak mode that they showed off. Like the fact that you could just join a random lobby, and as soon as you die, your streak ends, and you can put yourself up to other streaks based on that that string of mm. games. Um, I'm 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 hoping by next week or like next episode, one of us has actually played it, so we can give it a little bit more of a review. Um, but like obviously neither of us pre-ordered it neither of us have purchased it at this point yeah I'm, I'm very close to purchasing it but uh i really want to see what the weekend holds for it because like if people are like returning it and stuff like that like i, I want to know before i buy it because i i'm not much of a world builder like yourself but mm-hmm. i do like i also don't want to play those extreme levels like i'm not about flicking a shell landing on the shell, flicking it again landing on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like, I just got uh, Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. Super Mario Bros. U. Deluxe. That's a mouthful. Um, Because it was, like, a daily deal on Amazon. So I'm playing through that. Like, and I'm having a grand old time playing that one. So it's, like, I feel like I don't necessarily need another Mario platformer right now until I've kind of played through Super Mario Bros. U. Deluxe. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. And, All right. But the nice thing is that uh, N- Nintendo first party games rarely ever go on sale. So
0: it's true. <laughs> we we have a few more games to get through. I know this has been a long one for you guys, but we're 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 plowing. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening um, got delayed. This was also a Nintendo theme. A lot of delays. Um, but the amiibo looks absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it'll be fun, but it's just a remake.
1: Yeah, have one of like the best Zelda games ever made on the, on on, Game console. Boy. Console. Top, top three handheld. Yeah, I would say it's one of the the best handheld Zelda games.
0: Um, like what is the ca- best?
1: N- not counting. Uh, I'm gonna say Link's Awakening.
0: I really liked Oracle of
1: Ages. See, but like,
0: you needed to play Seasons as well. Yeah, I guess. See, it. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield pre-ordered. I have, um,
1: which one did you pre-order?
0: I pre-ordered sword, because the shield one looks stupid. Oh, I pre-ordered sword. Man. I-, I could change it.
1: I could, I guess I could too, but this this the shield creature looks stupid. And the sword one's kind of dumb too. Why is he actually carrying a sword in his mouth? You'd think that, like, they would develop, like, design him to
0: have, like, a tail that is a sword. See, I'm contemplating also pre-ordering both because once we find out which region like you remember how x and y like you have certain regions until like the middle of the game or you had to like trade between the other i just there's certain pokemon i always want Mm -hmm. unanimous pre-ordered luigi's mansion 3
1: oh i want that game
0: that would have been a game that used the pressure triggers on the Wii or on the the gamecube uh did it Mm-hmm. I don't think it did because they
1: remade it on. Uh, it was your vacuum uh, power. Yeah, but th- I th- that's just like a button press. I don't know. That was a pretty long button press. Yeah, because they um, they remade the first Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS. Fair. There was 3D Luigi's Mansion. I think like Dark Moon or something like that, which was like a sequel. But then they redid Luigi's Mansion as well. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and get my hands on that to see how that plays. Then I'll I'm not,
0: back. I'm not. I didn't really enjoy the second one, so I kind of like the Phantom died off for me. Mm. Um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two.
1: It was inevitable. Inevitable. They showed um, some sweet, sweet trailer thing of stuff that nobody knows what it is. Um, and I think that, uh, it will sell well.
0: I think it will too, based on the, the name alone.
1: Yeah. And you know, I like, so Breath of the Wild, when it came out, like it was originally a Wii U game and then it halfway through the development, it switched into a switch Switch game. game. Right. But then it was still a Wii U game. So they had to kind of port it. So now I think that they are, since they're able to put all of their um, efforts into just making it for one console, and if the rumors of a increased power revision on the Switch is uh, to be true, you know, I feel like they might create something that can take advantage of that. Um, I'm sure it will be good. You know, it's kind of like um, Majora's Mask, right? Yeah. Majora's Mask was a sequel to one of the most popular games. But then there's also people that love Majora's Mask over Ocarina of Time. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll get another Ocarina of Time type, or sorry, uh, Majora's Mask, Mask type of game where, yeah, the first one was great and loved by all. But then the second one is just like, oh, man, we had no idea that this was possible.
0: So the, the, the second part of it that I'm, like, I'm kind of skeptical on a little bit is, like, when I got my Switch, people were like, you have to play Breath of the Wild. You have to play Breath of the Wild. I still haven't gotten around to playing it, and people are already like, now you have to play Breath of the Wild, too. But, like, I don't have the time. I feel as if this game is going to be a letdown. And the reason I say that is because sometimes when you release two, like a sequel to a game in the same generation, it doesn't always bode well with fans because it's typically rushed. And we still have yet to see anything from the new Metroid. Yeah, but this
1: is Nintendo we're talking about. If they delay stuff, they apologize profusely. They don't just be like, oh yeah, we're delaying like this game. Sorry, deal with it. They're like, please give us more time. We beg of you, right? Like they... They.
0: They know what they're doing, right? IGN's giving this game a nine out of ten. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not a ten out of ten. A nine because it's or, a sequel. Or it'd be like uh, an eight point nine. Oh, just to be dicks, yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: And like Nintendo delayed Animal Crossing, which
0: is the last game on our list.
1: Yeah, but so like they delayed that. They, they I
0: could see, they delayed a lot of games. Animal, Animal Crossing, I think, has the potential to be one of Nintendo, Nintendo's biggest titles of all time with the Switch. It just has that feel. Now you can take Animal Crossing wherever you go, and it's not on your cell phone. Yeah. You, you can play Animal Crossing in the car. You can play it at the cottage. You can well, play it Well, they had
1: New wherever. Leaf, which was for 3DS, which was very popular, and that one did extremely well. So I think people have just been waiting for a updated version, like for HD graphics and stuff like that. I can tell you right now I'm getting this day one. I'm getting it digital so that I don't have to worry about switching out cartridges.
0: And if, Yeah, because you don't want your people to die. You don't want your your animals to die.
1: And um, if they do release a kind of uh, new revision of the Switch console, like even like a pro one, I'm probably going to end up buying that and then giving my switch to the girlfriend's girlfriend. (laughs) Both of them? (laughs) Yeah, no, to the only girlfriend I have, um, and so that she can get Animal Crossing, so that we can play that
0: together. I'm super excited about that pre-ordered as well. This is the first E3 where I've pre-ordered more Nintendo than anything else.
1: Yeah, or I've been, like, super psyched for more Nintendo stuff. So
0: the question is, who won E3 and who lost E3? I'd
1: say there's a few losers, of E3. If you
0: if you were to pick a few losers, who would they be? I
1: would say um, Bethesda.
0: Yep, I EA. would agree. EA and, and Sony. Uh, Sony wasn't even there. But you can't win if you don't come to the dance, they, and they, f-
1: they forfeited.
0: But they didn't even show some of their own, like aside from Death Stranding and a new clip of The Last of Us. At least you could have sent something, guys. Yeah. And the biggest loser of all was that Avengers game because fans are pissed with the way they look, the way yeah. they sound. The game looks like it came out 5 years ago and the creators are not looking to remodel. And and the thing is is with that one, like I, I don't think
1: any Avengers game where they make the the characters not look like you know, Robert Downey Jr. uh Thor, Captain America, the Hulk that we all know, right? Clearly, I don't know the actors' names other than Robert Downey Jr. Um, Any game that comes out for Avengers that don't look like the actors that portray them over the last 10 years, people are going to be pissed.
0: Well, look at Avengers Assemble the cartoon. Their voices sound nothing alike, and it's still quality. The cartoon is drawn like Hawkeye is drawn a little bit different. Falcon has a different outfit, like it's white. Yeah, red. but like that's but like, it's
1: still a very good anime. Yeah, like those those cartoons, like that's kind of expected, right? Like, um, for years it's been like that with like the Batman series, right? Um, but with I think video games, especially when they're like, oh, we're making an Avengers game, the first thing you think of is, oh, sweet, like Avengers, like the movies, like those characters. I want to play those characters, and it's like Tony Stark. Who is this guy that's playing Tony Stark in this game? Looks like trash. So, And I think that's why that trailer made me more excited for Marvel Ultimate Alliance.
0: Yeah, I think that's what solidified my pre-order. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would agree. I think that is the biggest loser of the weekend, followed really closely by EA. That's just bad. I mm. mean, they might as well have not shown up. That was the impression they gave their fans. That was the impression they gave their stakeholders. It was really bad. Yeah. Winners.
1: I would say first place is Nintendo. Marginally. Um, I'd say there's a 1A yeah. and a 1B. Yeah. And then second would be uh, Microsoft.
0: And the only reason you picked Nintendo over Microsoft is? Um, they, sh- they
1: really kind of blew it out of the park with Games. You know, like, it was the game, game, game. Like, boom, 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 one after the other. And there was a lot of stuff that either people didn't expect. Um, stuff that people wanted to see more of and they showed. Um, we got a lot of, like, release dates for games. Even if they were into next year. Um, the only thing I wish that they would address is their online service. And it the switch has been out for what 2 years now
0: yeah
1: and it is still such a bare bones system like you can't message your friends like there's been so many times that i'm playing and one of my friends comes online and i would want to send them a message be like and hey you let's can't. play this game
0: and you can't right just text me yeah i know <laughs> here here's where i think it's the opposite um and this isn't me being a fanboy of either because i've always loved nintendo i've always loved microsoft Microsoft continually shows up. Nintendo showed up last year, had a really good time, to- or two years ago, had a really good time. I mean, the Mario vs. Rabbids thing was also a big part of their presentation. If Nintendo would have been there live and did the same thing um, Phil Spencer does with the whole world exclusive and bring Keanu Reeves out and do all these like really massive things, Nintendo hands down would have won. They showed more games off this year than they've ever shown off in a Nintendo Direct. They didn't make it just about um, Zelda or Pokemon. They uh, like the the releases of the Smash characters were comical and funny. It was Banjo Kazooie and it was who was the other one? I don't
1: know. Fuck. But I was I can't disappointed remember. with that because I thought they were making like a Banjo Kazooie game. No. And then it ended up just
0: being. Uh, either way smash super comical microsoft did the microsoft thing they had a big presentation they filled an entire room full of people they showed games that people wanted to see they showed games that we didn't want to see but they were there they released another they they showed off new hardware overall i would give them the a edge over the b just because it was in person and the cyberpunk presentation was phenomenal yeah but
1: Nintendo hasn't been at E3 for a few years now.
0: I'm not disagreeing at all. I think a lot of both both companies, like if I didn't know any better, both companies were working together to just destroy Sony. I think they like Nintendo and and Microsoft want to coexist and just get rid of Sony, and everybody would be happy. Mm -hmm. the 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 edge I'm I'm giving it is the fact that its presentation was an engaging 2 hours whereas Nintendo's was 45 minutes it left me wanting more yeah but it was it was only 45 minutes it showed off some stuff that we didn't see coming but there was a lot of predictable stuff like when you look at Nintendo's list it's a lot of their predictable stuff sprinkled in with a few Japanese games also game pass versus like like the Game Pass like component alone this time was just like, oh hey, so we're also if you have Game Pass, you can just upgrade your Game Pass for an extra like whatever it is right now, and you can have Xbox Live Ultimate. Mm-hmm. There there's a lot of big things that came from Microsoft this year that Nintendo couldn't compare to, but Nintendo did a lot of things that Microsoft can't touch either. Like I give them a tie, but because it was an in person presentation, I give Microsoft the sled edge and Keanu Reeves. You just don't Sorry. fuck with that.
1: All right. Fair enough.
0: I mean, we both have our opinions, but we both want the same two people winning. And You if, and me. So I want to pose one more question before we go, because we're obviously not going to get to some of the topics we wanted to. Yeah. Which is okay. Um, I just want to make sure that I didn't miss anything that we absolutely had to do. No. Um. If Sony was at E3... Okay? If Sony went to E3 and they showed off Death Stranding, they showed off The Last of Us, they showed off another Uncharted or Tomb Raider game or something, how do you think they would have done based on what you saw? This is a a plain hypothetical, and it's an elevator pitch, so you have a minute to answer.
1: How would Sony have done if they showed off that stuff?
0: And maybe one or two new IPs.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't think they would have come close to, uh, Microsoft or Nintendo. Um, Microsoft, they, they blew it away last year cause they had a lot of stuff to show. Um, I think Microsoft this year showed stuff that they showed last year, but now it's more finalized Right? Like we have release yeah. dates, same with Nintendo. It's like they showed stuff off with release dates. Um, sony doesn't have release dates or they are too busy working on their new rumored console like the rumored playstation 5 to really like we don't know if they're giving developers dev kits for the a new console so maybe the developers are moving away from the ps4 already so maybe there is no new content right or it's just the same stuff like regurgitated uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they would have done very. I, I think they learned last year that like I think they tried last year to, to show a bunch of stuff and, and people gonna, like, didn't people didn't receive it very well last year. Yeah. Either. So and I think uh, they made the smart move of pulling from it this year, especially if they have nothing big to announce. Yeah. Um, I think next year if they're if they are there live, I think we can expect to see some really big announcements, whether it be. Uh, PlayStation five or some like huge games, but yeah,
0: we shall see. All right. So the plan for us next week is going to be (laughs) covering everything that we missed. Um, Obviously we're not going to touch too much more on E3, but we are going to focus on a little bit more Mario maker 2 We're going to try and get as much content out for you guys over the summer as possible. And, we have a really exciting surprise for you guys in the coming weeks and like david and i are pretty pumped about our our, our new direction and we're hoping that it um it invo- invokes a little bit more community involvement agreed 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 <laughs> all right guys so that's it for the scene on scene or scene on screen podcast not scene on scene uh, if you like what you're listening to obviously subscribe you'll find us on youtube you'll find us on google play spotify and itunes correct correct excellent <laughs> well sorry i just had like a, a minor brain fart because i don't think we're actually on spotify right now i don't know maybe we
1: should be on spotify
0: I agree. But yeah. that is for another day. We will catch you guys all next week. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. I oh, don't know.